Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Hey guys, Brian and Bob here, two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. Yep, I'm rocking the new Traeger Timberline 1300 with its three racks for more space. It's double insulated, so I'd never need to use a blanket, and I control it through the Traeger app on my phone. That's awesome, but I'm hooked on my new Yoder YS640S, also with Wi-Fi. This is the most versatile smoker slash grill that I've ever used. I feel like a barbecue pit master, but whatever you need, hey, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton. Or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Pitch Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CBX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well... Fun. Hey, of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Well, hey there, and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks again for joining us each and every week right here on the show. Just a reminder, our website is realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf. And, of course, you can download us and find us on many of the different podcaster locations, iHeartRadio and the like. So however you access the show, thank you very much for being with us. And we got a good one for you this week. We're going to welcome in 2003 Masters Champion and Assistant President's Cup Captain Mike Weir. He joins us to talk a little bit about his schedule in the upcoming President's Cup. Also, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy in hour number one. And on the back nine, hour number two, we head across the pond. Our good friend, the BBC golf correspondent, Ian Carter. His thoughts on, hey, one year from now, it's Ryder Cup action in Wisconsin. We'll get his take on that and possibly some digs, as well as his thoughts on the slow play efforts by the European Tour. Virgil Herring will join us as well. He's a master staffer with Callaway Golf. He's a Golf Channel instructor and the director of golf at the Ensworth School in Nashville. He's got some seasonal tips for us, also taking on some unique swings on the PGA Tour today and his philosophy that will resonate with you and help you to be a better player. That's all coming up on this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. But the guy stealing the show early in the week, celebrities uh, galore from both sides of the pond. How about Tony Romo, a former quarterback out there shooting two under par and beating the likes of Phil Mickelson by five shots in a round on the PGA Tour at the Safeway Open. It's unbelievable what he's able to do, and uh, will he make the cut, I guess, is the big question. But nonetheless, for one round, Tony Romo with the round of the day at Napa at the Safeway Open at Silverado. We'll get into all of that coming up next here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. 
I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X, the ball that changed the ball. And don't forget Chrome Soft X with triple track technology is available. And by the way, Bob, I did I, I do believe I did spot one Bill Murray. Yes, that that very uh, lovable character in the game of golf playing in the mm-hmm. Alfred Dunhill Links, playing a triple track technology golf ball. Really? I can either confirm nor deny whether it was Chrome Soft X or the Super Soft. Isn't the Super Soft has the triple track on I it think as well? So, so yes. I'm not sure which ball of those two balls he was playing, but I did spy some triple track with old Bill Murray. You got to like that. Yeah. So, anyway, check it out. It's the ball that changed the ball. It's available at CallawayGolf.com. Well, there's a lot to get into, and I guess we have to start with Tony Romo. And the look on Bo Hostler's face after the first round <laughs> as he shook hands with Tony Romo uh, kind of said it all, Bob. Here's a professional golfer in, in uh, Bo Hostler who's doing everything he can to make a living and, and uh, play his best golf and to be the best in his sport. And somebody from another sport comes wandering over and beats him by five shots playing together in his own world. It's a PGA Tour event. This is just not an exhibition. It's a first round of a PGA Tour tournament. And Bo Hostler wasn't like, hey, Tony, man, would pat on the back. Way to go, man. That's so cool. So cool to be out here playing with you. I'm really proud of you. Way to get, way to have your best round ever. No, he was like, yeah, whatever, dude. And, uh, and, and walked <laughs> away. And this is no slight on Bo Hostler. I, I just think it is interesting that, you know, Phil Mickelson, five back. Uh, after the first round of Tony Romo. Tony goes out there and and basically had a hot putter. He was fifth in strokes gained putting for the round and just lit it up, even only, despite only hitting six fairways out there. But I think it's pretty cool to see Tony go out there. I, th- I think it also shows that, you know, how you was Steph Curry earlier in the week than Tony Romo. The, how, the popularity of the game of golf and the competitive juices that it'll pull out of a, an athlete, even if their main sport is is a different one. So I, I love it. I think it's great for the game. Uh, I think the fact that he you know is inside the top thirty after the first round, I, all of those things I think make it legit that he gets a sponsor's exemption to play, and I think it's good for the game. Well, I think it's definitely good for the game. As far as being able to bring people into the sport, Tony Romo is a guy that's played many web.com tour events, tried to qualify for the U.S. Open. Uh, He made five birdies and three bogeys and played a nice round of golf. Now, the interesting thing that is going to need to 
to happen is for Tony Romo to continue that on. And it'll be fun to see just what he's able to do as his career progresses and as he continues to play and try to play PGA Tour events and get sponsors exemptions. Do you think he's going to make a try to make a career out of it? And well, you think, I don't know that you think he has enough talent he's, to do he's that. He's still an amateur. Right. You know, and, and you say that kind of loosely because he's playing in all the celebrity events and winning money there and that kind of thing. So, you know, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him play. It's fun to see what he's able to do. And, yeah, putter got hot. It's a good thing. Love it when the putter gets hot. Yeah, well, of course. Everybody loves the putter. So are you, you're you a former professional golfer. You tried to make it out there on tour for a long time. I mean, the guy shoots one good round out there and you say, hey, you know, uh, you, you know, he's getting lots of accolades. Or or is it just, hey, it's fun to see, you know, and, and anyone could go out there and shoot a good round or two? Well, if you're a good player, and which he is, you know, he's a scratch handicap or a plus handicap, you can go out and shoot a really good score and – you know, is this the cap for him as far as shooting a really good score? Or is it just, you know, an, an opportunity for him to to play well? So, um, you know, is is this just a one and done, in other words, is what I'm saying? Yeah, well, we'll find out. Obviously, at the time of this uh, recording, we uh, don't know exactly how he finished on the second round. So we'll see, and we'll talk about that coming up on future shows. But nonetheless, uh, a tremendous effort. Uh, yep. in the first round and uh, hats off to him. I mean, it's not easy to shoot under par on a PGA tour event when you are not a PGA tour player. Well, some guy that is a PGA tour player, although just a shell of himself, Mr. Phil Mickelson debuting skinny Phil is positive. Phil, uh, despite making a nine on the fifth hole in the first round and shooting three over par, he was a hundred percent confident that he would shoot six or seven under par on Friday. He gave it the old Babe Ruth since we're crossing sports here and called his shot for the second round. Um, you know, I don't know if you had a chance to see much of Phil, but you know, he just, he, he, he looked kind of like same old Phil, but he, the difference he, in his mind is his attitude and that his attitude is, is better. Well, and he's been working on him on himself physically. Um, also, as you said, his attitude, that kind of thing. It's pr- pretty interesting to see what what he's done with his body, um, how he's worked out. Uh, he's been posting videos. Um, he's been doing more fireside chats. It's pretty fun to see what he does and what he's been able to do with, uh, with social media, that kind of thing. Um, but, but I love, I love what he's doing with, with his workout regimen and that kind of thing, get it, getting his body into shape for, uh, this coming year, because he said, you know, he's he's running up on 50 here real close and he, he needs to be ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, he's got to be ready to I think he has more goals even before turning 50. Uh, he's got some things that he wants to accomplish. No question about it. But uh, it is good to see. I love this event, by the way. Silverado is a great golf course. It's nice to see uh, some of the players, Adam Scott, making his first start here and, and getting off to a good one, had the first round lead. So there's a lot of good things about uh, what's going on there in the Alpha for downhill links cup too you know you look at that one and and the celebrities that that go over to play in that event those three golf courses it's tough to beat those three golf courses bob no i doubt mean about king's it. barnes carnoustie and st andrews we were fortunate in the one trip we've taken in the 20 years we've been doing this show the one trip across the pond we got a chance to play all three of those golf courses and king's barnes on your birthday yeah king's barnes on my birthday it is a phenomenal golf course right there on the uh on the water, um, the old course we played the day after the championship when Tiger won, 
And then, of course, Carnoustie had an opportunity to play with my dad. Yeah, and that was really special indeed. All right, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll get the caddies' thoughts on all of this. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We're just getting started here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CBX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway. And the first week on tour, there's already 27 Jaws 
MD5 wedges in play at the Safeway Open. Best tour launch ever, according to Dave Neville. And we're talking Mark Leishman, Francesco Molinari, Henrik Stenson, Brandon Grace, among the first to game their Jaws MD5 wedges. What are you waiting for? The most aggressive groove in golf, spin with teeth. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, caddy, what's up? Did I tell you, and this this is a good one. So, Mickelson, um, Mickelson's on the first tee at a tournament, and his brother his brother looks at the other caddy and says, we got Callaway, Callaway sixes, and then he leans over and whispers, and our provisionals are twos. <laughs> One of my favorites ever. And our provisionals are two. And our provisionals are two. That's planning ahead. That's the pay, you know. You got to know your man. Right. Yeah. It's like the time, uh, I remember which caddy it was, but one of the, uh, they were coming off 18 at Riviera and playing number one, having played the back nine first. And Bob, you remember that climb from the green to the tee on one. Oh, yeah. The caddy, the caddy, uh, caddy gave his, his man the driver, and one of the other caddies was going up, and he goes, hands him an extra ball, and he goes, hey, just in case. My man needs a provisional here. <laughs> That's the only way to do it, though. You can't give no, it to you your man. Love, you can't give it to your man. No, I mean, no. you got to be prepared. That's one of the greatest caddy planning. I mean, that's impressive. You got, you got. Yeah, that is that. good. That's good strategy there. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, so that that makes me wonder, caddy, when you uh, when you think about the guys that are playing this week, I noticed Fred Couples. And Phil Mickelson in in the field this week, and I, you know, two of the more likable guys. I mean, fan favorite players on the PGA Tour, and I know that Steph Curry's getting a lot of attention, Tony Romo's getting a lot of attention. But if you were to play a pro am, would you rather play with Phil Mickelson or Fred Couples? And I guess maybe to help answer that for our listeners, what would it be like playing in a pro am with each one of those guys? Well. Phil would be, you're, you're guaranteed to hear things that you've never thought of before. <laughs> uh, and whether they'll be remotely true or accurate is irrelevant because they'll be entertaining. You're going to hear economic theories. You're going to hear theories about sports. You're going to hear things about physics that you never knew existed and probably don't exist. Um, it's just going to be lots of entertainment. Lots of entertainment. With and Phil. all you'd have to do is just ask him because he knows. You wouldn't have to even ask him. You might not. You might, you might just get, get, get going, you know. And yeah. uh, couples probably, you know, it, it, it's hit or miss on whether he might have conversations with you uh, freely during the round. Most likely he won't unless he thinks you're pretty cool, and then you know he, you're pretty privileged if he if he if he lets you in the little gate and lets you in his little world. Uh, but gosh, I mean, 
just for watching someone swing a golf club up close and right there, you, gosh, if you like watching somebody swing a golf club in just an, a, a beautiful way, you want to you want to watch couples all day. That's a work of art. <laughs> I mean, geez, <clears throat> there's only a few guys who have have golf swings like that. Yeah, just kind of uh, silky, kind of smooth tempo, right? Uh, yeah. That's what you think about. I mean, it's like it's like playing with Sam Snead or something. It's, there's not many of those fish in the sea. So that's uh, and and plus, I think you know you're gonna probably think you're pretty cool by the end of the round because Fred Couples is the coolest person who's ever walked the planet, and it's got to <laughs> rub off on you now, right? I guarantee at the end of the round. By that, when you go to step up to hit your one of your last shots on the 18th hole, you are tugging at that this sleeve, you know, on on your shoulder. I guarantee it. Got the right arm up in the air. You're yep. doing Fred couples without even realizing it, right? You're, <laughs> you know, you're doing the Freddie stuff without even thinking about it. It just kind of looks over and affects everybody and washes over you. You probably took your socks off too, and you're going just just golf shoes, no socks. There you go. I could never do that, by the way. I'm definitely a sock guy with my shoes. I can't go no socks playing golf. I can't either. Not a chance. Freddie does it all the time. Does he go no socks at all? Not nope. even the pets? No, no socks. You know, I, he's not wearing no CMs? No, he's not. <laughs> I'm, 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 going to play golf. I'm going to play golf with the guy I'm caddying for one time. And we, my car, and we, it's, 90-some degrees. It's pretty hot. And we get out of the car, and he throws his tennis shoes, puts on the golf shoes and throws his tennis shoes in the front passenger area. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you can't put your tennis shoes in there. I mean, at least put them in the trunk. It's going to be 90-something today. That, <laughs> car, I'll never get the smell of the car. He looks right at me dead serious and goes, no, you don't understand. My 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 shoes don't smell. <laughs> he goes, my, my feet my feet don't smell at all. There, there's no odor. I said, no no no. There's no human being whose shoes don't smell. He goes, <laughs> he goes, pick up my shoe and smell it. I go, no, I'm not going to pick up your shoe and smell it. But your shoe smells, and he goes, no, it doesn't. And so he's like, trust me on this. So okay, I'll take a chance. Come back in the car. You'd never know there were shoes in there all day. Wow. Seat didn't smell. So did he have some type of insole in there, some charcoal insole or something that had uh, some really good smell no. to it? No, it just his feet did not emit an odor. It was the weirdest thing. So I guess you can say his don't think instead of something else. Mm, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see if I got something for that. Uh, yeah. No, nope, that's not it. Let's see. No, was, there it is. There it there is. There you go. <laughs> All right, a little rim shot for you. <laughs> What's it like batting for that guy? Well, let me tell you what, his shoes don't stink. <laughs> All right, I'm done with that. Just had to have some fun. The things that you learn, you probably learn a little bit too much about some of the guys that you caddy for, right? How many caddy, How many guys did you caddy for in your career? There's a famous line, and that is, no man is a hero to his valet. That's a famous old line. Mm. Yeah, very true. Mm. You, yeah, you, you learn that. You, one thing you learn when you get out there at first, you see the guys who you idolize or 
really admired on TV. And, and, and I mean, Bob, you've been around plenty of them. You, you know that the more you get around them and the more you learn about them, the more you realize that they're either just normal people who have abnormal talents or, yeah, they got a lot of problems too. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of stuff. There, it, 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 so if you really if you really hold up somebody on a pedestal, you don't want to get to know them too well. Mm. That's a big mistake. Don't if you want to keep them there, don't don't get to know them because they won't be there very long once you get to know them. You know, you were just saying something about getting to know people on tour, and I can remember I was caddying for my dad one year at the Bob Hope Desert Classic, and we got to one of the par threes, and I can't remember what course we were playing, but there was like a two group uh, a two group wait, and so we were sitting there. Jack was playing right in front of us, Jack Nicholas, and with his with his group and that kind of thing. So we were sitting there and he's just, you know, he's just talking, having a great time with his amateurs and and us and and all that kind of stuff. And it was it was like as soon as the green cleared, it was like a light switch went on. And he immediately went right into this mode, a focused mode of of being a professional golfer. He teed the ball up and hit it on the green probably about 6 or 8 feet from the hole and and, uh, you know, he ended up making birdie and that kind of thing. But it's, it was pretty amazing to me to see, like you said, how, how these guys can be so normal and yet they have such an abnormal talent. So Tiger Woods, maybe first year, maybe second year playing as a professional, he's playing in the Thailand Open. And I don't know if you remember this, but he had finished with a 65, something like that. Right. And, and Ernie L. He actually had a one-shot lead now, and Ernie Els had to birdie the last hole to catch him. And he's, he, they've got the they've got cameras on him in the dining area or wherever he was, and he's just sitting there watching. And Ernie makes the putt. When that, as soon as that putt went in, which means playoff, Tiger grabbed his hat and put it on, and his entire face changed to Terminator mode immediately it's like <laughs> it's like he just got his orders from the cia to go take care of business it was dun 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 just what Mich- you're talking about with nicholas it, it's like a it's like a flip a switch just flipped and the yeah. guy just went immediately into warrior mode it was so you can just see it on his face we've it's seen like, that bob yeah we have business time. boom let's go business time and he just he just got up and walked out of there really fast, and I'm like, oh, I wonder who's going to win this playoff. Yeah, Bob and I had a chance. We've told this story before. It's a good one though for a twenty in our twentieth year here. But we had a chance to sit in the champions locker room with Tiger and Billy Casper. Billy took us. Bob's dad took us in there. It's just the four of us, and Tiger's getting ready to go out for a Saturday afternoon round at Augusta, and. We were just, of course, I can't help myself. I, I, I just have to talk to him. And this is back in 2005, the year he, <laughs> the last time he won. So this is a long time ago. And he was still kind of untouchable at that point in time, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm talking with him from across the table, and we're visiting, and he's just answering questions like, you know, no big deal, like anyone would talk. And then I asked him about the knee surgery. He'd had that knee surgery unexpectedly. Nobody knew he was going to have the knee surgery. And he came, comes right off a of knee surgery and wins at Torrey Pines and all this stuff. And I said, you know, how do you – how does nobody know? You know, I mean, how could you go the whole time without, you know, anybody knowing? And he, that that look changed. Remember, Bob? Yeah. Right then, he just went from a casual conversation to he he changed and he honed in and he looked like right through my soul, maybe peering <laughs> through the back of my skull or something with these eyes that just were like a killer. 
And, and he said, never let your competition know you're hurt to hell with them. And I was just like, I, I think I peed myself Whoa. a little bit for a minute there. And, and then he went and then it like went back away and he just sat back and was just talking and watching TV and like, it was nothing, but that I, that we saw the switch right there with tiger. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty neat. That's neat. The guys who can, who can do that. And, uh, it's the focus, right? Bob? Jack, yep. man, nobody had, nobody had a focus like Jack, but, but maybe tiger did tiger definitely had one. Yeah. No Jack, doubt about it. Jack's focus was, was crazy though. Wasn't it? Bob, I mean, just, well, wow. you know, he never, he never pit, never missed a putt that he had to make, you know, mm, um, yeah. at least that's what it seemed like. And, uh, and there were, there were a lot of big ones that he made. So I think gonna, the first putt Tiger, I think the first putt Tiger ever missed, ever missed that he had to make was that one when he hit it in there for Eagle on 15 at the masters, the year Schwartz, the one. He had about a six-footer, and you're like, here we go, and he missed it. And I think that's the first one I remember. So how many years was that? That was a long time yep. until he missed the really had to make. Um, I guess that makes that's more relevant for a major championship. The one I remember was the putt to uh, extend the match with Nick O'Hearn in Tucson at the match play, and, and he missed it. It was about a seven, eight-footer. And, uh, but yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, I think, it, I think we could all probably say that was the first putt, you know, whatever we remember what we think was the first putt tiger ever missed that he had to make. And he probably missed a ton. It just seems like and the same thing with Jordan, you know, I mean, all the greats, they miss more shots than they, than they make, but you just tend to remember the ones that were spectacular that they had to make and they made them. So interesting. But I, I, a, a putt against Nick O'Hearn is a practice round compared to what we're talking about. It's 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 a we're talking clutch putt that you have to make. I, I'm incredibly impressed that you remembered he missed the putt against Nick O'Hearn in in what, what the second round of the match play or something. Yeah, first round. Yeah, it might have oh. been the first round. And probably you used to always lose the first round in the match play, right? So yeah or either yeah. win eight and eight, eight nine and nine and eight or something like that you know the other thing I remember about that putt is afterwards he said that he was so focused on the line he didn't he failed to notice there was a ball mark in his line and I remember thinking that's such bull how can you not notice if there's a ball <laughs> mark in your line you're staring down the line how would you not notice there's a ball mark anyway that's what he claimed that, that caused it he hit a perfect putt but he didn't see the ball mark and I was like okay Chalk that one up to another one of those uh, repertoire of alibis that Billy that's, Casper always that, talked about. That's what my dad used right. to say. You got to have a repertoire of alibis. It's never your fault. Never your fault. Yeah. How about? I still think that the best match play one ever, never to be equaled, was was the complete dismantling of Stephen Ames. Oh, that's the one I was referring to. Yeah, that was spectacular. What, what was Stephen Ames' quote before? Before the match, before they played, something like, "I'm not afraid of this guy," or some, well, he made some comment. He's basically saying that Tiger really can't get away with hitting it crooked on this golf course, and so Tiger proceeded to be something like nine under through the first eleven holes. I think <laughs> it, was, it was something like. I mean, he was if he wasn't that, he was close to that. Yeah, and so he just. 
mean he just terminated him basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the best. Part, you know the best part about it was Tiger never uttered a word about any of it. Don't have to. No, he didn't. Didn't have to. <laughs> Don't have to, man. Oh. I laid it down on the scoreboard. That's enough said, right? Just to shake hands and you know let you go walk in your shame. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. That was uh, that was a really fun conversation. As always, thanks, Caddy. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. Thanks, That's the bud. caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Hmm. You just never know sometimes. That was a good one. All right, short break. More Real Golf Radio continues next. Callaway's new Apex irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core to give you the unheard-of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf.
You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Really uh, excited to have our next guest joining us once again. He's a good friend of ours, good friend of the show. You might remember him as the 2003 Masters Champion. Oh, yeah, he's done a few other things besides that. But most notably, and, of course, he's an assistant captain for the upcoming President's Cup. He's Mike Weir and joining us right now. Hey, Weirzy, how are you, man? Hey, BT. Bob, good to be with you guys. Yeah, man. Good to uh, have you on the show again. Always good to talk some golf with you. And, um, you know, first of all, President's Cup is uh, it's counting down, right? I mean, being late in in uh, in the years, you know, generally speaking, we're, we're looking at December, but uh, it's not that far away. It's uh, the weather here in Utah starting to remind us that December's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been uh, we've been on a group chat, all the captains and, you know, talking about how fast it's closing in. And, you know, Ernie has some some tough picks here coming up, uh, you know, beginning in November is when, when the picks will be made, the last four picks. So all those little milestones uh, are heading right towards uh, December in, in Melbourne. So not too far away. What is your, uh, from a preparation standpoint, from a player standpoint, I don't know you're not competing on the team, but is it is it kind of disruptive that it's, you know, sort of all the season was wrapped up and all the push for the FedEx Cup and, and yet here the President's Cup still three months away? Or is that a welcomed break uh, and give you a chance to for the players to recharge before they tackle that one? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think, uh, yeah, maybe the players could probably answer that better than me. But I, I think uh, twofold, you know, because of the Australian season and the Australian Open and Aussie PGA with the event being down there, I see why they, you know, moved it, moved it to December. Um, it's kind of twofold, you know, the, the guys that maybe were playing well in September, you know, you know, the, they're looking, the guys that didn't make the team that were maybe just on the outside looking in, but maybe playing well, you know, maybe they could, could feel like maybe they lost some momentum. Whereas guys maybe, you know, maybe further back or they're, they can also look at it as an opportunity to, really play well in the fall series and then the Asia swing that they're going to now and really try to impress Ernie uh, late here going in. So it's kind of, I think players probably have uh, different perspectives on that, but at the same time, they've known for a long time, this is what, what it was going to be. And, um, you know, now right now for the guys trying to make the team, you know, it's, it's key for them to really show the captain that they're, they're playing well and want to be on the team and that they're in good form heading into uh, the president's cup. So, Mike, as as one of the vice captains, uh, we understand, you know, Ernie's the guy who calls the, sh- calls the shots and that kind of thing. As one of the vice captains, what is your role as a vice captain um, to to help him and help the team? Well, I think, you know, for, uh, you know, for us is, is to be a sounding board for Ernie, to be eyes uh, with Ernie and, and provide feedback. You know, I've had a chance to play. In the few PGA Tour events I've played in, I've played some practice rounds with guys. I've played some tournament rounds with some players, potential players. The last tournament I played, I played with Sun JM, and he was the, the rookie of the year this year and just lost in the playoffs. So he's really showing uh, the captain some good things. So, um, you know, those kind of things to provide feedback for Ernie. Um, when it comes time to the tournament, um, I mean, I, our job really is to clear the path for the players, you know, take care of all their tickets, you know, everything they need so they can just focus on golf. And I think for myself, you know, playing in a number of them and, and being part of, uh, you know, quite a few of the President's Cups now, I think, you know, 
just being a sounding board, uh, especially for the rookies, uh, new players on the team, you know, try to, you know, calm them down, put your arm around them when they're going to the first tee, when the, there's all this noise. It's, it's a totally different experience than a regular PGA Tour event. And it makes them feel comfortable and confident. You know, we want our team to be gritty and competitive and, and, and ready to rise to the occasion. So, um, you know, whatever, you know, Trevor and Jeff and KJ and myself can, can bring from that perspective that we've been there and, and try to get the guys ready for that mode because, you know, match play golf is quite different than stroke play and every shot's more magnified and, you know, a key par putt here and there, a chip in. It's amazing how these little small things change the momentum as we just saw on the Solheim Cup. Just small little things can just turn the tide so often. And I've been on both sides of that. You know, I've, I've done some things where I've changed the momentum in our favor and I've missed a putt here and there that, you know, split it to the, to the U.S.'s side. So you, you know that there's critical shots all the time, every day and every match. So prepare the guys mentally, I think, is probably the biggest thing that, that the assistants can do uh, for the team. Mike Weir joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I, I really don't like this term, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Is this is this a must win? I, I use air quotes. Is this a must win for the international team in this in this competition? Do you guys look at it like that at all? Um, we haven't really talked about a must win. You know, I know uh, from the outside looking in, it, it feels like that. Um, we believe in our guys. We're confident in our guys. We're confident in our team. Uh, no question that we have. Um, maybe a slight disadvantage as far as, you know, the U S guys play together every year. Our guys are, you know, we're every two years and we're, we're from all over the world trying to come together for that one week. But we use that as a rallying uh, cry, you know, to, to come together and, and captain Ells has done a great job to, you know, really create that camaraderie early and often this year at certain events. He's met with lots of the players and, and we've met as groups and, and, and talked and, to get everybody excited and committed and, and feeling that, that team atmosphere. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it's a must win, but we, we sure want to win. That's for sure. And, and the guys are very motivated to win. You know, it's interesting with the Ryder Cup, you know, a lot of the Europeans playing just the European tour, some of them now branching over more and more over to the PGA Tour and playing full schedules there. But it seems like, the international crew, the the guys that uh, that you're going to have on the team and that kind of thing, are guys that play the PGA Tour all the time, and there's more familiarity. So it's it's more of a kind of a friendly friendly matches than the than the hostility of the Ryder Cup kind of. Yeah, it's, I think you know, I, I think Team Europe for the for the Ryder Cup, they they see it as maybe uh, the European Tour versus the PGA Tour. So there's maybe a bit more rivalry, and obviously there's the, the history there. A little bit more, but it's it's still our our uh, the President's Cup is still intense. Uh, everybody wants to win. The competitive fire and, and nature is, is there, no doubt. Um, but guys do know each other a little bit more. I mean, my my first few President's Cup, there were some guys. I mean, I had hardly played with Steve Goose, and he was playing mostly on the European Tour in South Africa when he when he, the first team he got got on, and I got paired with him. I didn't know. Uh, goose at all and and other times Rio Ishikawa from Japan made a team he was playing mostly in Japan and and some other players um, that 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 happened where that's less and less now for the international side most of the guys are playing over here there's the odd guy from that's playing maybe most of the, some of his golf in Asia and maybe is, is on the outside looking into the team but most of our guys our core guys you know 90% of them are playing the PGA Tour so um, that's a little bit better for camaraderie's sake for our, our side. 
Well, we'll look forward to seeing how that goes uh, for sure, and we'll be watching. It's always a fun event, no doubt about it. Hey, Mike, uh, what what about your schedule this fall? What, from a playing standpoint, uh, what is your what are you planning to get into and, and uh, participate as far as a player standpoint? Uh, there's not there's not a whole lot going on. I'm, I'm doing a couple of corporate things, um, and you know, I was hoping to get possibly get in Houston here um, in the next in in a couple of weeks. Um, but if, if that doesn't happen, there's a, there's a small event that TaylorMade has at Pebble that I'll play, and I'll play the Australian Open the week before um, the President's Cup um, down in Sydney um, before we head over to Melbourne. Outside of that, there's not much. So um, I look to the new year, January, to play a lot on the Corn Ferry Tour and, and some hopefully on the PGA Tour as I lead into that magic number of uh, 50 in May. And, uh, and kind of keep my eye on that. I just want to stay competitively sharp. You know, it's, um, if you're not sharp, it's, it's really hard to go out there and, and compete on that, on that champions tour. So I want to, I want to play as much as I can and, and try to be as uh, sharp as I can when 50 comes around. It's not possible. 50. It's not possible. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Holy know, mackerel. Crazy. Yeah. You know, you know, my dad always used to say, Mike, my dad used to say when he got on the, on the senior tour, the champions tour, or, uh, PGA champions, um, he used to say, you know, no cuts. He says, like walking out in the woods, kicking over a rock and finding money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how many events did your dad win out there? Like 20 something? I, uh, I don't think he won that many. He won, I think he won 12, 15, but he won a couple majors and yeah. <laughs> so well, let me ask you a I question, Mike, about, uh, about your foundation. You just had a big event up there in Canada. Tell us a little bit about your foundation and what you guys are doing to help the physical and emotional and educational needs of children. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Bob. Yeah. We had um, an event, uh, my hometown in, in Sarnia, it's a small community, about 70,000 people. And it's just been a real, um, well, I think, I think that there's awareness on mental health is, is talked about so much more now, which is great. It used to be people didn't want to talk about that. If your child or yourself was, was struggling with something mentally, um, and whether that's anxiety, depression, whatever that might be. But now, you know, it's kind of more open and more uh, apt to talk about it. And, and there's a real problem in my hometown. There's been like, kids, um, lots of suicides, um, far too many than, than what there needs to be at all. There shouldn't be any. And, and kids just don't, in my hometown, they don't have a place to go. And, and if they're, they have to be admitted somewhere, they're admitted in the hospital you know, we know the hospital sterile environment. And um, so we, there's this um, program called Access Open Minds. There's a facility about an hour away from my hometown that's had great success. And we kind of looked at that model and we knew we wanted to get uh, that, that built in my hometown. So we, we had a charity golf tournament and we wanted to create something that was totally different. And uh, we did a par three tournament with food stations out there and just to have people enjoy and, and talk and, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of volunteers that had been affected by mental health in their, um, in their lives. And, and it was, uh, heartbreaking sometimes to, to listen to these stories, but made me realize how important it is to, uh, bring awareness and, and try to get this facility open in my hometown. So we were really proud of the event. We raised $336,000. We have an online, uh, matching donation, uh, at MikeWeir.com. If you donate on there, my foundation will match. If we get up to $200,000, I'm going to match up from my foundation, match another $200,000 online to try to get this facility open in my hometown. That is awesome. 
So cool that uh, that golf can do that. I know you and Bob were at Cougar Day at BYU this uh, mm-hmm. the, you know this last week, and and all that that goes along with that as well. I mean, you, it, golf is cool in the sense that it can bring together you know so many people and raise money for these kinds of, of uh, organizations. Yeah, you're right, BT. That's the real cool thing about about golf. And as I get older, you know, you really start to realize how you know, what a great vehicle golf is for so many other things, you know, as professional athletes, sometimes, especially when you're younger, I think you get so focused on the game and trying to pave your way and have this, uh, you know, path and career. But as you get older, you, yeah, you're sure you're still competitive. You want to compete, but there's, you know, things are, things are bigger than just uh, shooting a score. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Mike, we appreciate you taking some time. Sounds like if you got a little bit of an open schedule, it sounds like Bob and I need to find you on the golf course <laughs> somewhere and, uh, and get out and, <laughs> Go and play little Let's lose a little bit of our money or something. Let's do it. I'll, I'll kick over. I'll kick over some rocks for some money with you guys. Let's yeah, do that. I like, I like what you did there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Well, good times, Mike. As always, we appreciate it, and uh, best of luck in the uh, President's Cup preparations as well. And uh, hope to catch up to you again soon. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thanks. Okay, you got Thanks, it, Mike, Mike. Weir joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Turning fifty, I can't believe that. Yeah, you know, I'm crazy. only four years behind him. That's what uh, that's what the realization is for me as well. But uh, maybe I'm a I'll long be... ways ahead of you. So. <laughs> I know you are. I know you've been kicking rocks for a long time. Mike and I are going to be kicking rocks here pretty quick. So, all right, short break. More real golf continues next. Hey guys, it's a great time to get into Barbecue Pit Stop, Utah's barbecue pro shop, and get the tools you need to up your barbecue game. Barbecue Pit Stop has the best selection of the best smokers money can buy, like Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more, plus over 200 rubs and sauces, and lots of accessories. I know you're wondering if you really need another grill. Well, a smoker isn't another grill. It's an upgrade from your grill. I haven't turned on my gas grill since the day I got my smoker. Head into one of their three locations in Layton, Salt Lake, or Lehigh, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. 
I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. And again, this show sponsored in part by Callaway Golf and the new Jaws MD5 wedges. Available now. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. The most aggressive groove in golf. Spin it with teeth with the new Jaws MD5 wedges from Callaway. All right, thanks to Mike Weir, who joined us, America's favorite caddy as well. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, our good friend from the BBC across the pond, Ian Carter, will stop in and give us his take on the new European slow play rules, as well as uh, maybe giving us a little dig on the Ryder Cup. It's a year away. Virgil Herring is a master staffer for Callaway Golf. He also is an instructor on Golf Channel and the director of golf at Ellsworth School in Nashville. He's got some great stuff for us, and I think you'll really like his approach to the golf swing. We'll hear from Virgil, Ian, and much more as we continue. Hour number two, the back nine is next. 